0: welcome 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 to creativity in focus a live podcast where we highlight an artist and it's art every single week today i have a very special guest with me but first i'm going to ask you to take a second and share this video wherever you're watching you may be watching at creativityinfocus.com, you may be watching on facebook you may be watching on youtube whatever you are are share buttons there. It really helps us every time you share. If you're watching on places like Facebook, for example, if you open the video and start watching the video, you have the option to give thumbs up, love, faces, all those things. Do do that, please. Especially in a part of the video of this interview that you think, whoa, that's awesome. So give us some hearts because that impacts how this Platforms show the video if nobody does anything nobody likes nobody comments nobody does absolutely anything the video doesn't show to most people so we really rely on you to get that going for us okay and of course because it is a live podcast We want interaction, we want to know what you're thinking about, what we are saying, and we want you to ask questions so my guests can answer to you. So please do that. Wherever you are, there is a chat either below the video or beside the video. You can ask questions at any moment because we are monitoring that, okay? So let's get started. Okay, my guest today is Karen Baker. And she's a sculptor. Is that how you refer to yourself as a sculptor, or do you use any other terminology?
1: Um, I usually, when I first introduce myself, as you know, well, what do you do? I'm an artist. Okay, good. And when they expound on that, you know, well, oh, what, what kind, of kind of art? art? I'm a, I actually. Do you paint? Yeah, I in particular, I sculpt. Uh huh. And so because I, I, it's true, I do. Sculpture, but I am also a painter. I, I started off painting. Oh yeah, that was the first thing. Yes, painting, oh. and, and I uh, dabbled in sculpture, you know, for from a really young age, and, and um, you know, so I consider myself an artist mm-hmm. in general. So you went into what type of paint first? Acrylic, oil. Oh, I probably started in oil. In oil. And um, I went to. Oh, Why get the easiest one, right? Mm-hmm. You go to one that takes <laughs> exactly. <laughs> well, I was a teenager, and my mom thought that it would be important for me. It, mm-hmm. She she knew of somebody that was in oil painting, and she thought it would be, and my grandmother was an oil painter. Oh. And she thought it'd be fun if I took some oil painting uh-huh. classes. So that's how I started. But I uh, quickly went to watercolor. Mm-hmm. I love watercolor. Mm. And I love that medium probably the best. Okay. And, and then i dabbled in acrylics. And you get into acrylics when you start doing um, craft yeah, things. Yeah. So I, I did acrylics for a while. And
0: uh, Do you still paint? Oh, yeah yeah mm-hmm. that? yeah and
1: what drove you to sculpting though i've always liked to sculpt i've mm-hmm. always enjoyed making even as a child i like making things out of play-doh and and uh, things i made for a long time i made little earrings you know little fun uh-huh. things out of earrings but never this kind of sculpting okay. and then one day i was walking through a shop and i saw something on the shelf it was a one of those santas that you see you know and I saw that, and, I, and you know how you look at something and you just know mm-hmm. that you can do it. Wow! I was like, I can totally do that. How fun would it be to make one of those? Mm-hmm. And 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 so I I went home and I bought some of this polymer clay because I thought that's probably what you would use. Mm-hmm. I didn't even know. I just if it was or not. Just yeah, said. because Let's I've used thrive. polymer clay before making my little earrings and and <laughs> figures and things. So I just got started on it, and uh, and it went from there, and I did make a pretty good little face, mm-hmm. and and uh, I thought, you know, there's got to be a group that does this. Mm-hmm. So I got on the computer, started looking at you know who this kind of art, and I I stumbled across Jack Johnston's things, and Patricia Rose. Uh-huh. I mean, she was big at the time too, and I oh my gosh, there is a whole. World. world of yes. this yes, and I'm going to get in on it so that's what I did that was like what 10
0: years ago or yeah more? 10 mm-hmm. years yep that's cool before we move on for the for you if you've never heard of Karen Baker before I want to show some of her pieces to you right now and I would like you to tell me a little bit first of all how long ago did you sculpt each one of them, and what was the inspiration behind that? Mm. What do you say? We start with the lady,
1: little washer
0: lady. Yeah, that's one of my all oh, of my favorites. I
1: like her too. I would say probably I did her a month ago. Oh, just. So yeah recent. Oh. oh recent. she because uh, i'm I'm working on my Quinlan show that's yes. coming up and and that's a real character show uh-huh and so I want to do a series of el- oh, cool. elven people, uh-huh and so um, when I thought about it, I thought, well, an elven village, really mm-hmm. so what better than a washerwoman yeah yeah an right. elven washer washerwoman uh-huh. so she's not very old that's very cool and then this and the little guy, guy was I think he was last year hmm
0: yeah, because he was in another show. I mm-hmm. remember you also created yes. a tree or something for him. Yeah, and right? he was
1: sitting under it, and sleeping there. Yeah, this guy was is about three weeks old.
0: Wow, what and was the inspiration behind this? Him?
1: Guy? I've always wanted to do a little guy holding a lantern, <laughs> <laughs> uh, like a little watchman kind of thing, the little town crier. I guess you would call him. They walk mm-hmm. around and make sure everybody's in their beds, <laughs> you know. <laughs> so that was his inspiration. I've always wanted to make one of those. Um, and this is a musician, right? A little musician. That, that was I finished him last week. <laughs> tell me, tell me one thing. You you mostly sculpt uh, art
0: dolls at fourteen inches, right?
1: Yeah, now I do. I, I started off doing eight, the typical eighteen-inch uh-huh. uh, figure. And why did you change? I just like the, size, the better. size better. Yeah, uh-huh. it's easy to ship. True. Um, collectors like to buy them a little bit smaller now mm-hmm. because they're you know. There's, space is yeah, space for everybody <laughs> exactly. right yeah they're a little more manageable um, how fun long to does dress. it take you to make one doll just one depends on the complexity of mm-hmm. the but like this little musician took me a week okay mm-hmm. so that was a complicated piece for you? not no. complicated one week
0: and, and that includes the costuming which you also do yes. right yes yes and that t- tends to be a challenge for a lot of sculptors when it comes to the costuming because it's a whole different art, mm-hmm. right? It is. Yeah, but you, yeah. you had a past where you so were So my mother right?
1: is a seamstress. Okay. Um, my sister was a seamstress and um, so I come from a family of, of sewers, you know. Uh-huh. So I started sewing clothes when I was just a teenager um so yeah before i ever did any kind of art i was sewing Mm -hmm. i was sewing my own clothes i made my own wedding dress you know (laughs) yeah i'm a sewer Uh and so um i just i know how things come together i've studied patterns and and really that's all it is is understanding how Pattern pieces connect and go together, and then once you understand that, you know you can sew. I mean, it's just sewing on a very small, small scale. scale yeah. Some things need to be sewn by hand. Mm-hmm.
0: But the clothes tell a lot about the character. They do. Right?
1: Costuming is everything. Yeah, it's everything in, yes, in it's these dolls.
0: Now you you made the Santa, which is funny because I think you're the third sculptor. That I know that started sculpting a scent.
1: Isn't that funny? How he is so inspirational that way.
0: Yeah, that's true. That's true. So then you found some people that you you learn with, mm-hmm. and how did you transition from a hobby to a business?
1: Um, well, really, what it what it started out, and I hate to admit this, but it started out as being a, a, I needed the money. Mm-hmm. I needed to find a way that I could make some extra money for myself. And really, it wasn't a lot of money that I needed. Mm-hmm. I just needed maybe a couple extra. Extra, maybe a couple hundred dollars a month mm-hmm. to, um, to help so I could survive. Yeah. So I started looking at what was selling on eBay. And I started thinking, you know, I saw these artists that were just making thousands of yeah. dollars with their, and they were beautiful works mm-hmm. of art. Well, obviously, I'm not there yet, right? <laughs> so I was thinking, well, if I really work at it though, I know I can I knew in my heart I had the gift. Mm-hmm. I I could do it. Mm-hmm. I just didn't have it right then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's <laughs> here somewhere. I knew I it was it there. Right I yeah. had that confidence, but I knew I didn't have it yet. Uh-huh. And so I just needed to apply it so that I could get to that level. So I worked and worked and worked. I I took from different artists that I really admired, not copied them, mm-hmm. but admired their style and tried to get to that level mm-hmm. and to where okay mine isn't there yet and and I was very honest with myself I didn't try to say oh well it's, it's, cute. No, it's cute. cute it's good enough no it wasn't good enough I really worked uh-huh. hard uh-huh. I would make face after face after face and my family and friends are like that's great what do you mean no it's not great you it's okay, mm-hmm. but it's not great. And I want to be, I wanted to be great. <laughs> so I had that desire. Uh-huh. So once I got to the point where I was okay, I started to sell things. Mm-hmm. And and I just, it went from being, you know, okay, now I can make a little bit of money. I want to be really good at this. And, uh-huh. and it just developed into kind of, well, this is my business now. This is... You know, it just it just—it kind of snowballed. I, I It didn't really, wasn't something I set out to become mm-hmm. a hobby, I mean, a profession. But mm-hmm. but now it is, I went so into. So
0: you went from, okay, I need some money to,
1: hey, this is my business. I just need, I just need a little bit of money yeah. for the month. Which, to, you know, you know oh everybody,
0: we have all this uh, resistance to money.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh,
0: in a lot of cultures, it comes because of religion. In others, just the way we, we were raised. But the fact is, uh, there was a study in America, not not long ago, that the average person will lose a home to foreclosure mm-hmm. bef- because of three hundred dollars. Exactly, that's all they need. Yep. Right. So so yeah, you you get you have your hands. You know you have a talent. You go and make something. You sell, solve problem. Right. Mm-hmm. And artists are problem solvers most of all. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, the other thing you said is this: I worked hard. I think there's a lot of perception out there that a person that is talented, they don't need to do anything,
1: right? They have the talent. Oh, you're so talented, right? I've been told that my whole life. Oh, Karen, you're so talented. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I know I have the gift, but talent is nothing if you don't apply it. It's raw. It's raw right. talent. And then you have to add have the skills. It. Yeah, mm-hmm. you definitely have to apply it. Doesn't but they matter how don't talented come, you think you are. <laughs> they
0: don't come with two or three sculpting no. exercises, right? Uh, before we move on, Beverly saying, hi, ladies. Uh, Chase is saying, an amazing sculptor. Wendy, US hello, Tammy. Hi, Karen, Nancy. Uh, hey, my girls, I'm so happy to see you. I'm doing the happy dance. <laughs> and Kathleen Mullen, I absolutely adore Karen. Aww. Welcome, welcome, welcome. <laughs> Thank S-K-H you. She's yeah. here for that. <laughs> and so, I
1: love to hear from my, I love people to write to me and, and not call me. I don't mm-hmm. like calls. Don't call me. Um, but I, I do love texts. You see, we have several things in common. You, I you do don't realize to that. On the phone.
0: Yeah, I think I know we do. My father was an oil painter, too. Mm. That's where I got my passion for, for art in general. And I totally hate to speak on the phone. I really <laughs> don't know why. Maybe that's why I threw my, the water no, I yesterday. just
1: don't like to talk on the phone. <laughs> my, my ear thing. gets hot. Mm. I just, uh. So you said
0: you work. You work very hard, mm. sleepless nights until you got All to. All-nighters sometimes I would pull. I I'd believe. get
1: really into it, and I just, i got to get But these. what
0: was your reference, what, like, oh, now I'm good. What was hmm. that, reference? You knew you were not there yet. Mm-hmm. But what was your target?
1: How did I where know? I, how did I know I was yeah, what, getting did, there? Did
0: you have a one person that you 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 thought I want to be like him or her, mm-hmm. or or what? Well, I you, did. You, you uh, needed some parameters, right, to know. Oh, now I'm good.
1: Yes. Yeah. Yes, I I did um, have a little moment where I thought I was getting pretty good. Mm-hmm. Um, but then I would have people say, well, you know, you could really work okay, and that knocks you down a peg. Mm-hmm. So really, what I probably struggled with the most was my self-confidence. Mm-hmm. And I would, and uh, has to be, hands down, one of my biggest idols that I looked in the very beginning was Mark Dennis. Mm-hmm. He made amazing, and what amazed me the most was the, his life that he captured mm. in his um, figures. And so I strived I would just study his work and and see, you know, I talked to him a couple times and and I I bought his videos, mm-hmm. I bought his instructional things and I really tried to not mimic but I patterned myself after him.
0: I think you know, you know a lot of people and we you know we interview and we have a lot of artists here all the time. And they always go mimic model because mimic in our model. subconscious mind we are thinking it's wrong to copy. Yes, but you know we need to understand that as human beings we learn by. Mimicking. Absolutely. That's how your kid learn how to walk, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So there's nothing wrong with that. You're not copying the work of another artist, but you exactly. you go to do something similar, and then you start finding your voice, mm-hmm. correct? And mm-hmm. you go from there. Mm-hmm. But I, I I think we need to to have it clear. It's okay to mimic when you're trying to learn. Mm-hmm. What's not okay is to copy something and then try to sell as
1: yours. Yes. It's exactly. a whole different
0: ball game there. Exactly. But I think we all look at something that we like, and we first go to something similar. And then once we, we understand the
1: process, we move on. Exactly. Right? Exactly. So having said that, um, Mark Dennis does a lot of um, nudes. He does a lot mm-hmm. of, you know, uh, figures, full mm-hmm. figures, not just soft bodies. In fact, I don't even think he does soft body. <laughs> but he, uh, so I had done this figure and I took it to a show, uh-huh. and I thought it was pretty good. I put it on the table. In fact, I really, in my heart, I felt like this is probably the best I've done. <laughs> and I was really proud of my it. My masterpiece. Yeah, yes. so I brought it to the show, and everyone was raving about it. Uh-huh. You know. It was it's a like, doll art show? Yes, mm-hmm. yes. And it was sitting on the table, and Mark Dennis himself came over and saw oh, it. Oh, my gosh. And he said... you were I was. I was like, huh? <laughs> He came over and said, he tapped his table like this, and he goes... He knew that I was Jack mm-hmm. Johnson's apprentice. He goes, you should be teaching classes. Look at that. And right there, I was like, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm there. I, I mean, I'm, I'm there. Mm-hmm. He, he thinks I'm there. If he oh. thinks I'm there, oh my gosh. That was the moment uh-huh. Uh-huh. that I really thought, OK. I still have way to go. Right, but I still have stuff to learn. But I'm getting good. Yeah. And if Mark Dennis can can say that that and Mm -hmm. and say something good about it, then I have because he's not the kind of person that gushes over anything. He's Uh very, you know. I mean, I don't know him super well. I'm not saying I, we're best friends. <laughs> right, but you know <laughs> but he's I not... know it. I know his personality, and mm-hmm. I know he's not like, oh, my, he wouldn't say that if he didn't think right, it was, right. it, if it had potential. So that
0: moment you got validation from another person that was, my, oh person gosh, that was that a point, qualified opinion. It was. He was a sculptor, yeah. right? It's not your mom, your aunt. Same, right. Right? I think, I think that's so very important. So that was important. my moment. <laughs> uh, Nancy Coddington is saying, hi, my girl. I am so happy to see you. I mean, that, that I said already. <laughs> uh, Gwen Nicholson, so excited. I just started making similar figures five months ago, and you really inspired me to keep going and refine my oh, work. Oh, good. <laughs> Nancy, uh, I want to be like Karen when I grow up. <laughs> me too. Me too. I'm in line. Uh, I, I'm so thankful for that turning point moment for you. Yeah, because imagine if that didn't happen,
1: it was a total different story. I'd still be wondering, you know, am I ever going to be as, as as good or or not? I still don't think I'm as good, and he is just amazing. But Mm. um, will I ever be in that class? Mm -hmm. Is you know, that's what I. Yeah,
0: it's great. Uh, Lindsay, where do you find your inspiration, and what is your first step? Face, fabrics, character, story.
1: (sighs) That's a good question. Yeah. Um, my inspiration, you know, I, I'm super inspired by medieval, um, that period, mm-hmm. that medieval period. I watch a lot of period films, more for the costuming. I love the costuming. I just finished watching the, um, the Tudors, you know, uh-huh. the Anne Balloon uh-huh. story and mostly because i love watching those dresses that they wear oh, and the, g- even the men you know their flamboyant jackets and the sleeves and mm-hmm. i just you know i love watching stuff like that so uh-huh. that's very inspirational to me and you'll see that in my pieces from time to time i'll do something really flamboyant and uh-huh. i usually pick it up from something like that so
0: you going to a show was <clears throat> uh, would you say it was one of the first things you did or you were already selling Dolls before you went to a show.
1: Um, I was selling a little, but I and got. Did
0: you use an auction site or? Uh, yeah, eBay. People? Okay. Mm-hmm.
1: Okay. Um, I was doing a little on eBay. My first show because I was affiliated with Jack Johnston. Um, you know, he. I got right in with a guild, uh-huh. and they were um, they were going to the shows, mm-hmm. and so I just naturally went along well, with went that. Then. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So um, I would say. I went to the shows because of that. Mm-hmm. If I hadn't have been, had that um, interaction, with yeah, I probably wouldn't have gone to the shows. Mm-hmm. I mean, I you know, it's a nice it's a nice group to be in with because they're all kind of together and you know, I'm you're not on your own. Yes. Yeah. I
0: think we all should belong to groups and Absolutely. guilds, associations, uh, either if you have in town or if, if they exist online, but mm-hmm. it is important, right? Because it, it the, exchange, give the push. Yeah. it gives you the motivation to, because mm-hmm. being alone, I don't know where is your studio, but being alone in the basement or in the studio—yeah, that's where my studio is. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. I think for most people, well, th- that isolates you mm-hmm. of a lot of opportunities, right? Mm-hmm. And you don't have to do everything alone. You can get a table with other people. I mean, yes. there are opportunities out there.
1: And you know, going to a show. I mean, at first I thought, oh, I'm going to sell stuff, but I didn't sell things for the first three or four shows. Okay, so let's go there. So uh-huh. you went
0: through first three shows, didn't sell. Didn't sell
1: things. Okay. Besides
0: feeling like, yeah, oh, I'm good.
1: Why? <laughs> Am I doing this?
0: Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, what was your thought process then?
1: Well, yeah, it's, it's disappointing. you know. And they all say, don't, don't expect to sell anything. You're like, yeah, yeah, I'm going to sell something. <laughs> mm. um, but the inspiration that you get from going and seeing other people's, that was probably the biggest um, eye-opener for me after mm-hmm. I got over the disappointment of not selling anything. <laughs> Um, you know, just being around other artists and seeing what they're doing and, and, and drawing inspiration from, from that, that um, kept me going back. When, so
0: you need to go back to that time. Mm-hmm. You, you had a show, you didn't sell. Okay, who did, did you blame? The buyers, mm-hmm. the show, the promotion, yourself.
1: <laughs> yeah, we all blame the, we all blame the show <laughs>
0: and the buyers. They're not buyers. Oh, they're nobody not sold. Don't not, worry about it. Nobody sold, um, nobody sold
1: anything. Nobody sold anything. You hear that every yeah, show. <laughs> yeah, you, you do. So when I was first going, they blamed it on the recession. Like you oh. know, the doll market just crashed. Nobody, mm-hmm. nobody's selling anything. It's really a hard, hard market now. Um, don't feel bad that's really everybody was saying that hmm and and it'll come back. Don't don't worry just keep doing what you're doing and, and uh, so that's what we did and and I wasn't although I wasn't the only one that wasn't selling right, and right. the people that did Sell maybe sold two or three pieces now. Mm-hmm. It wasn't like a, you know, and that
0: as anything else in, at that moment Was almost overnight that that happened.
1: Right? Yes. Did it ever come back? Not like it, not Gone like it was, before. not like it was. It's uh it was, Jack loves to tell the story of, you know, when he started, that's when it was really booming. Mm-hmm. And he could sell, you know, 12 figures at a, at a show for, you know, $6,000 a piece. You mm-hmm. know, he walked out of there just going, ah! <laughs> and that is when it was at its peak. And, and yeah, I don't think it's ever, for one of a kind dolls, I don't mm-hmm. think it's ever come back, come back to,
0: what it was. to that,
1: but. You know, having said that, um, personally, I, Mm -hmm. I'm not ringing my own bell here, (laughs) but I haven't had any problems selling. Mm -hmm. Um, I have a really good following. Um, I go to all the shows. I don't know if that's why, but I have fantastic collectors that, that love what I do and, and they keep me in the money, Mm -hmm. you know, And, and I don't, I can't speak for any other artists, but, um.
0: But you also, despite you being selling and it's okay, you still, you were out there. Mm-hmm. You, you are I with keep... social media. Yes. Uh, of course, you... Curious so, Mondo Scare's has been great Mondo. for me. Yeah. So, <laughs> I mean, you're putting... Because, again, you have many artists that they understand, they are talented, they understand what they produce is cool. But it's like, I'll be here waiting and somebody oh, yeah. will come because I'm worth Right, mm-hmm. and, and that's a trap. Yeah, it is. Right, because your own ego will insulate you from. Oh,
1: if I can say anything about anything, it's you know you cannot have an ego. Mm-hmm. You can't. You have to just sometimes you have to just humble yourself and sell something yeah. for way what it, you know yeah. you know it's worth more. Mm-hmm. But sometimes you just have to let it go. Let it go. Yeah, and and just know that you can make others, and just getting it out there sometimes is. Yeah, you know, I'm it not saying to sell yourself you super know. short, but sometimes yeah. sometimes, you, sometimes you, you do have to lower that ego a little. <laughs>
0: do you do you still use auctions? I haven't this, for, years. for years. I've now.
1: I've been really lucky. Um, Facebook has been great for me. I put something on, and I so have Facebook, a good following.
0: Here's the thing. It's been a huge source mm-hmm. of sales for a lot of artists. Mm-hmm. It's a it's a fantastic thing, of course. It's it's a fantastic thing to market something as well. Uh, I can give you an idea of a podcast. Traditionally, you would do a podcast and put on podcast directs, and you would wait forever to really gather an audience that, you know, you could say it's a good volume. And and today, like we are doing right now, mm-hmm. you reach an audience that is unbelievable for mm-hmm. a podcast. Mm-hmm. It's still like this if you compare it to TV right. and mass and mass media, but it's amazing. But we know that Facebook is going through a turmoil mm-hmm. right now, mm-hmm. and. What if it went away? It would be hard. It would, it <laughs> it would, would be, be really hard, like, hard for <gasps> me. It'd be,
1: it'd be hard for me. I have to say, I'm pretty addicted to mm-hmm. Facebook. <laughs> so if it goes away, I don't know. I
0: have a love and hate relationship, but it's a huge piece when it, it comes it to is. business. Yeah. Right? Uh, Nancy's. Um, Terry, Terry Morris, I love your sculptures, especially your costuming. They are such great characters. Thank you. Before going to the others, there was a time that you, or I don't know if you still do, but you would costume for other people, correct? Yes, uh-huh. Is that something you still do? Not very often. Not very often. Mm -mm. Was that a good source of income? Mm -mm. No? (laughs) Too much? (laughs) Well, well... No That's what you hear from p- seamstresses when they, they create for other people exactly. as well. It's a lot of work for the money, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah.
1: And nobody wants to hear that a costume for their doll is going to cost them $200. Mm-hmm. Nobody wants that. They're thinking $30, $40. Bucks. Yes. And there is no way mm-hmm. I would sit down and make a costume for somebody for less than $200. I just wouldn't do it. So... Mm-hmm. The last time I got approached and wanted this, you know, elaborate, I was like, well, that's a $500 costume at best. Mm-hmm. And they just went, well... Oh, my gosh, I was thinking they 50. Wanted, they wanted beads, and, mm-hmm. you know, I just was like, there's no way. Mm-hmm. There's no way I would make, do that for less than 500 bucks. And they just went, oh. Yeah, I mean, do it yourself,
0: Ben. <laughs> not, only, not only the work, but also the materials. You're not going to be using... Uh, cotton that you buy for quilting. I mean, one piece yeah. of wool is not cheap. No, even a small one. So you have, but they don't take. I, I get that. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Nancy is asking: Is there a creation
1: that you would never sell? Um, <laughs> you know, I really, I am loving my my uh, Mother Nature right now. Mm-hmm. I'm really liking She's that gorgeous. one, and I can't say I would never sell her because. If she had a price, I probably would. But uh-huh. she—it's close. No, no, there isn't a creation I would never sell. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's funny. Uh, Jared Shiftlet Actually, we interviewed him and his brother about two weeks oh, ago. Oh those my guys gosh. are
1: amazing. Yeah, I, did, I, I didn't see, know they were just my just idols, go, oh, but they are my yeah, idols. <laughs> they are mine too. I love it.
0: I'm watching this Karen Baker in a forum as a forum member and won the first Curious Mondo Challenge. That's true, you won, right? (laughs) Did I win that? I I don't
1: remember that.
0: So we had that a few months ago. And it was just because we had five sculptors in town at the same time. Yeah, it was something fun. It's not a big town, so that was a big deal. And said, let's do this competition, right? And then we decided as a challenge that they would uh, sculpt a aardvark. And Karen was the (laughs) only one that knew what that was. (laughs) Because uh, I'm kind of an
1: animal freak, you know, I love my animals.
0: <laughs> when it comes to the marketing part, uh, Beverly is asking, what is your best tip to create a following for you?
1: Oh, gosh. That is, a, um, I started on eBay. Mm-hmm. So I got a pretty good following on eBay. And then... Do you, th- do you think that still works? Followed me. Yeah, I think so. I haven't I, sold I know for a, a couple of years. But, mm-hmm. you know, my eBay followers followed Follow me to everywhere. Facebook. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and every time I went on to eBay, they would ask, and I'd say, well, you can find me on Facebook. Mm-hmm. And so I'd get a following that way.
0: And I, go from there. Yeah. Well, I, like, I, I do know, I haven't been in a show with you, but I do know that when she's on the show...
1: It's pretty crazy. <laughs> you,
0: you kind of pastor everybody. And there are <laughs> tons of...
1: Yeah, so... <laughs> I, I am a people person. I, yeah. I network. I go around, talk to people. And yeah, I think the, the way to really um, get a good following is, is be you yeah. know, friendly and likable. And, and, and
0: you do you need know. to get to a point where people will follow. Because again, yeah. things they have their prime time like eBay had,
1: mm-hmm. Facebook
0: might continue, might not, but you need to keep your eyes open. I've been testing one, and I know I know. actually Jared is there because at least the profile is there. Uh, Vero is V-E-R-O dot C-O, is a new social network, mm-hmm. and most of the people there are artists. Mm. So it's interesting because when a social network starts, you usually have a lot of gamers going mm-hmm. first, mm-hmm. right? And For me, they're not my audience. But this one is a little different. So I've been paying attention because for me, as for you, it is also a business, Mm -hmm. right? the the social media part. So you have to keep your eyes open. Because for example, if things don't solve with Facebook, then you know you mm-hmm. had MySpace, you had yeah, you had yeah. so many good companies that went away or.
1: Well, so when one door closes, another one opens. So and you just yeah. have to keep op- looking Opening. for that door that's going to open. And then take your crowd with you. Exactly, right? and that's what happened really with or for eBay for me because I you know I was doing for eBay for so many years and had these followers and then it just got so um, you know just mm-hmm. the everything. Everybody was just goes like, and dilutes the, the yeah. Yeah, yeah with eBay and it. And so I just moved from, and now it's just by accident, really. Um, Facebook, just you know, I'm posting to show people my, because people are interested in my works in progress. Mm-hmm. Um, I show them, and oh my gosh, is that for sale? So there you go. Yeah. I mean, I'm not purposefully putting it out there right. to sell, but it just does. It, it so. It's just a happy accident. (laughs) A very
0: happy accident. Yeah. I want it to happen every week.
1: (laughs) Catherine, thank
0: you for mentioning the importance of failure. Pushing through is what an artist needs to. And we fail in life, right? Oh, goodness.
1: If I I had a nickel for every head that cracked, every head that just didn't make the pot, you know, I have a box full of just discard you can't quite throw them away I carve their eyes out recycle their <laughs> I eyes your nose. yeah <laughs> you know I mean just and you start, start thinking I have gone through buckets of clay mm-hmm. you know and you can't think about it like that you just have to keep pushing forward and, and don't think about your failures too much you know, learn from them but don't dwell on it
0: failures are still results they are still learning right? yeah. so what, I, I think everything in life is really what's the take from it mm-hmm. right and you can say and you know i have failed more times than i can mention and you know yeah. i went to shows and didn't sell anything the thing is you can see that oh i'm a failure i'm not good or i cannot do this or i'm not i'm not good at selling i hear that so much mm-hmm. i'm not good at selling but if you have a husband or you ever had a boyfriend you're selling Right? Oh, absolutely. If you do <laughs> what your dog asks you to do, you're being sold. It's part of human nature mm-hmm. and we have this whole thing about it. But- when you fail, you have to see, okay, I got a result, not the one I wanted, mm-hmm. but it's still a result. How do I move from this result to the one I really want? Exactly. Instead of thinking failure as this you know, sin mm-hmm. that or injustice that happened to you, mm-hmm. it's okay, it's a result, not the one I like, but now what can I do? Really. Here at Curious Mondo, we do this, especially my daughter and I, we do this constantly. We mm-hmm. have at least three meetings a week, and we are always monitoring stuff, because you have to, but keeping, what is going on? And if there is a trend,
1: mm-hmm.
0: we stop and see, first of all, what am I doing wrong here? Mm-hmm. Because it's very easy to blame the environment, the economy, yeah. the clay, whatever.
1: And how can I learn from that? You and know, and you now how take do from that? I
0: use this to, to go ahead, so. Absolutely. Uh, no, uh, your dolls have fabric bodies, is that correct? Yes. Mm-hmm.
1: Um, the inside is a, is a wire armature and the fabric is actually built over the, the mm-hmm. wire armature.
0: Uh, hey, Noemi is here. Hey, Noemi! Noemi Smith, if you don't know her, <laughs> our very first what episode had Noemi. And she wants to throw stuff at Karen, so be <laughs> careful. <laughs> uh, has the sculpting, Chase is asking, has sculpting ever felt like work to you?
1: Yes. <laughs> there has been, have been times. I've taken on a commission that is a challenge and and I have a certain deadline, and it has felt like absolute work. Mm-hmm. I, I think to myself, oh, I've got to get this done, mm-hmm. and I can't do anything else till I get this done, and then yes, it feels like work, and I hate that, <laughs> but but you know, that's life. Uh, you know, sometimes you have to knuckle down, and, and you're a professional. I feel like I... You know, I have a pretty professional attitude when it comes to, if somebody asks me to do something I, and I say, yes, I can do that, mm-hmm. I have an obligation to, to do, do that. Mm-hmm. And, and that's where my professionalism comes in. Not all artists have that, mm-hmm. um, but I like to pride myself on that. I like to say, if I tell you I'm going to do that, you it's are. gonna be done. I'm like if I thing. tell you I'm gonna be there, I'm gonna be there, mm-hmm. even if there's traffic. I know.
0: <laughs> I'm the same way. <laughs> I know, I think that's my
1: own personal. One of the creed. most
0: important things in a relationship of any type is trust,
1: mm-hmm. and
0: when trust is gone, everything else is gone. Yeah. And in a, in a business, I mean, like artists, we like to be free will. We like sure. to you know to go our way, but in business, you have to be. Trustable. Well, if you want to succeed and you want
1: people to come back to you, or, you know, sure, they're going to come to you for one thing, but then they're going to say, oh, my God, she was a nightmare to work with. And I am never going back to her. I've had people come back again and Uh again and again. So that speaks for itself, I mean, mm-hmm. you know, that's...
0: Well, And uh, is there something in life that you can do for fun forever, still make money with
1: it, that sometimes
0: it doesn't feel like work? I don't think so,
1: I really don't. I think that that's life sometimes, and not all the time, yeah, but, but sometimes it's not that fun, and mm-hmm. I have to just go, ugh,
0: Deadlines are I'm gonna not fun. get through
1: this, <laughs> yeah? and then I'm gonna say to myself, you know what, for a couple months, I'm not gonna take any commissions. Mm-hmm. I. I need to just be able to create what I want to create. Now there are I... lots
0: of artists that they do not like to take commissions. Mm-hmm. I'm one of them. Mm-hmm. You t- you do take commissions. I do. What's I like your the money.
1: take?
0: Well, yeah. I'm <laughs> honest. I'm the really money's honest. there. Calling
1: me. It's good money. Yeah. Tell <laughs> there is there is
0: a saying, Paul calling, and there is a market. He says, if people want to give you money, take it. Take it. <laughs> right. And, and, and this is true, right? Mm-hmm. You're going to say no, but you have. Okay, since we are talking about money, average price of one of your sculptures out there in shows? $1,200. $1,200, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And if a commission comes around, is there a, a base price point? $1,200. $1,200. <laughs> so every time you're saying no, $1,200. Yes. Tweet
1: away. Tweet away. And the lowest I'll do one for is $600. What? Um, but that's still, that's $600. Oh, yeah. you know, that's the lowest I'll, I'll uh-huh. do one for. Uh-huh. But that's six hundred bucks, and that's to me—that's a lot that's of money. That's money, right? It pays yeah.
0: pays a lot of bills. It does. Nancy's saying, "I knew you would say Mother Nature. She's the one I would want." Yeah, she's. <laughs> <laughs> Katie Beckett. It's only a failure if you don't learn from it. Nancy, when you are sculpting a creation, a person, do you ever feel like another one
1: is screaming to come out? Absolutely. All the time, right? <laughs> Absolutely. That is a good point because sometimes I'll be right in the middle of doing something and I'll just have to put it down and start something else. Mm-hmm. And that's that's kind of a, um, a weakness that I have. I get um, sidetracked uh-huh. really easily, but something will just scream at me. I want to be created. And in fact, right now I'm, I'm preparing for two shows, the Quinlan and another one later on. The other one is Strictly Halloween, and and I love Halloween. I know. I love to do really scary things. Not scary, but, you know, weird. She does scary things when she's around here. (laughs) (laughs) But, um, so I'm getting ready for the Quinlan, but then I, oh, I want to do this warlock. Uh And I just had to just put and I should be concentrating on this, but I didn't, I went ahead and did something there. Mm-hmm. Um, I go back and forth. So yeah, that happens a and that, lot to me. That's
0: a tough one, <laughs> right? I, I, for example, it I It takes was, some
1: discipline to I say no. I was sculpting
0: um, a fox, and while I was doing that, I already knew my next two. Yeah. So my question to you <coughs> is, how do you keep your creativity in focus because mm-hmm. ideas and creativity can be liabilities because it keeps us mm-hmm. to all every over. single
1: all over and we never get anything that's, accomplished. Uh, that's where your discipline comes in mm-hmm. you ha- as an artist you have to exercise a little bit of discipline and but it, that's not fun i know it's uh, not we are artists and, because we and, want fun and, you know artists are notorious for just going ah what the hell yeah. do whatever i want Well, yeah, that works for some artists that have unlimited funds and can do whatever they want, but the reality is you have to pay your bills, and if you want to, you know, you have to somehow pull up that discipline to say, no, Mm -hmm. I'm really going to stay focused on this, and, and... or maybe I'll work this, I do this a lot. I'll work a little bit on this and then I'll work a little on this uh-huh, uh-huh. and I break it up. And I think, well, I've done a little on that. So now I can do a little here. <laughs> You're becoming work. And that helps, Let's that helps here. my
0: inner. Uh uh-huh. to, to keep in yeah. In focus. Yeah. So Karen, I totally lost the question. So I'm going to read something. <laughs> She's an artist. <laughs> yeah, right. Jared is saying, real talk, this is good, Donna. <laughs> Uh, In your last course, you mentioned that the characters are very heat sensitive. How do you prevent a disaster from happening if you have to ship one in the summer? Mm,
1: That is a good question. I try not Mm -hmm. to do that. I try to plan um, my sculpts around the heat. And I have worried about it a lot. But there is a way that you can wrap them. Um, It's a... I want to say it's like a, some kind of a styrofoam mm-hmm. and it's actually insulating okay. so it helps even with the heat. It helps um, disperse the heat a little bit so they're not just cooking in a box, you know, and, and any little bump. Mm-hmm. Also a, a really important thing is even when it's hot is to pack them really, really carefully
0: Tell me more or less. For example, that that is a complicated piece,
1: right? The the lady, the the washer washer lady. Can I take her? It's yours. You can touch it. I cannot touch it. So to uh, ship her. Yes, to ship. So she's bendable, right? But I don't want to bend her to the point where the collector will get her and go, oh, how do I put this back? How do I put it back? It's not like the picture. Exactly. Right. So I know that her arm will bend right up, Hmm. and it's pretty easy to grab it and bend it back down Okay. but if I bend it up close to her body, now this one's okay because it's, it's against her body already, so, okay. that's, so then I would wrap it really tight, not so tight that it's going to hit against her face, but I'd even put a, a, a piece in between here and here to so support. that if it did mm-hmm. bump it and then I would just wrap it, wrap it, wrap it. Put it up a little bit more, yes, like that. I'd wrap it, wrap it, wrap it. Like a little cocoon, uh-huh. and then I would s- I would stick her in a layer of styrofoam peanuts. Okay, and pack her down really good, um, put her in a box, and then pick the box up and shake the hell out of it. <laughs> and then just spray, <laughs> and, it and no, nothing no, happens. No, if if you shake it and you hear any movement or any sound at mm, all, at it's all. not packed good enough. So that is how you know. If you pick it up and do that, and you don't hear any movement or or rattling or shifting, it's packed good enough. And now this little girl could go clear across the world, and I, I would bet money that Mm -hmm. she wouldn't break and she'd be okay. And then you can put a little. Because you never know what
0: they go through in those. Oh, I know. We get stuff here that is
1: scary. I got to tell you this story. So this last show that I went to in Asheville. I, I take a big hard suitcase and I fill it top to bottom with bubble wrap on the top, bubble wrap in the, on the bottom, dolls in the middle, just like I'd be shipping. I, mm-hmm. I put bubble all around them, and then I pick it up and shake it, and there's no shifting, and it's okay. Mm-hmm. So I pack them like that for my show, and I get on the plane, and I'm sitting, <laughs> I'm sitting on the plane. I'm looking, I have a window seat. I'm looking out the window, and I see the.
0: Uh, oh, the carry thing. <laughs> <are> come up! <laughs> oh, that's scary. And
1: my suitcase is green, and it's very you know easy to uh-huh. spot. And I saw it. I was like, Oh, oh my dolls! Oh, there's my there's oh my thing. I'm like, Oh, <laughs> I'm watching it. And the guy guys are unloading them, and I s- literally see the guy pick it up mm-hmm. over his head and slam it just oh. on the on the conveyor belt. I just I was at the window like this. No, <laughs> <laughs> they are my no! <laughs> I mean, I was just mortified that he would pick it up and just boom. (laughs) And, you know, my dolls, fortunately, none of them were broken. They were all fine. Mm -hmm. But to watch, that's at an airport. Can you imagine what they do at the UPS or,
0: you know, We got a box here the other day. It had Fragile written all over. Oh, yeah, it doesn't help. And we were really thinking, did it fall from (laughs) the (laughs) airplane? Because nothing came right. It's horrible. (laughs) So this is how you you pack it. But it's okay if you tell your collector, I don't ship during summer as well, right? Because there are many products that they don't ship during winter, for example. Mm -hmm. So it would be okay
1: at least to avoid the heat. Just to say, you know, let's... Yeah, is it okay if we wait a month? Mm-hmm. Because you know, I don't know how long this is going to sit in somebody's truck, and um, you know, I've packed it really well. But even a little bump will, will could snap a finger off. And most collectors are like, Yeah, you know, I appreciate your, mm-hmm. you know, taking. I've never had it happen yet, but I'm always pretty careful not to ship around the August, September time. Is okay. the hottest part of the year. Do you always, uh,
0: uh, how do you say, check in your your dolls, or do you? carry it on Oh the on a
1: plane? Uh-huh. No, I put him in a suitcase. On, I don't know, after this last experience of <laughs> not you know, know. washing. I heard that. Jack
0: once say that he was going through TSA and they actually uh, took the head off the door. That
1: used to happen, but it doesn't happen it anymore. It doesn't happen anymore. Can no. you imagine like the heart attack yes. right there? Exactly. Ooh. That doesn't happen anymore.
0: Um, Tammy is asking, do you charge more for a commission piece than you would for a doll of the same
1: size that you sell at shows? Do I charge more? More for, for a commission? Com- no. No. Mm-mm. I personally don't. I maybe some people do, but I don't like to ding. I don't like to ding my clients <laughs> like that. <laughs> Lisa.
0: Do you think sticking to one style is a key to success? So people know what to expect from you. I'm all over the place right now, trying to find what I like doing.
1: Well, I think when you first start out, and you're first, you know, trying to find your style. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's fine to go all over the place. Uh, eventually, you will land on a style. I just think that's inevitable. Mm-hmm. Um,
0: but that so. doesn't doesn't stall your creativity, Mm-mm.
1: then. No, no, mm-hmm. I like to try all different things even now I like to I like to think about trying a different I'd like to go into the ball jointed Mm -hmm. um, and I think that would change my style a little bit maybe not my style but my um yeah I think it would probably change my Mm -hmm. style (laughs) uh it'll still I think my style kind of goes comes through no matter what I do yeah
0: uh Natasha my favorite artist Karen you were amazing
1: (laughs) thank you what Ooh. clay
0: do you use for faces and hands what clay what clay prosculpt, pro-sculpt. Yep. have you played with other uh, not have. brands but types of clay have you
1: uh Oil,
0: like oil-based clay plastiline mm, yeah plastiline was the
1: little aardvark that yeah, i did <laughs> well but then you I haven't done that before I was, I was really playing um i have i've done a little bit of earthen clay okay. in college um you know, firing in a kiln and all that. I haven't done, let's see, what other kind of clays are there? Siobhan,
0: there are wax I have not or done no.
1: Siobhan, which I I would like to try that because I'd like to get into the casting and molding aspect of mm-hmm. eventually. Why? Um, Because if I'm going to do ball jointed dolls, I think you Makes need sense. to know how to reproduce those right, because right. you know nobody wants to make, sit and make those little ball <laughs> joints, you know. <laughs> Yeah, that, that's yeah, not Siobhan's easy. Yeah, Siobhan's is something I'd like to try.
0: Marguerite Hansen, I believe you need to be in love with your creativity and fall in love with your creations to make it, to make it a gem. Be loved by others. Oh, sorry. Those foreigners, they never learn how to read, right? <laughs> <laughs> it's annoying. <laughs> I believe you need to be in love with your creativity and fall in love with your creations to make it, them be loved by others. Despite the incredible amount of work, there is a piece of you in each creation. You are incredibly talented and skilled. Your creations come alive.
1: Thank you very Thank you. much. I do believe you have to have a little bit of a love affair mm-hmm. with each. Like this little um, guy that I've done, I love him. <laughs> I love you are I, love my I love all my of them I mean I, they're all my yeah. I, but you, he talks you do to you. fall in love as you're working on them you do kind of fall in love with them a little bit and yeah I think that does translate because mm-hmm. people see that and they and they love them as well I'm a
0: firm believer in energy. And I think energy sticks. Absolutely. Right? And so when you're creating, you're putting energy. So you better not be creating while you're fighting with the husband or something.
1: No. Uh, <laughs> then,
0: or thinking, how am I going to pay the light bill, the power bill? And, you know, bill.
1: in my saddest moments, I have created some really sad-looking characters. I bet. Just really, like, and I can remember this one I did, I did her all in blue. She has blue hair, she has a blue wow. dress, she has blue eyes, and she's like this. And I was going through a really hard time, mm-hmm. and I and somebody bought it and said, "Oh my gosh, how so. do you get that expensive?" <laughs> 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 yep,
0: yep, yep. Uh,
1: but yeah, I came through, and I'm happy again. <laughs>
0: yeah, it's, it's that you don't have to pity anything. No. I, come, I come out okay.
1: Yeah. Right? And, and, and the hard you know, times, uh, it's part of life. I mean. And I think just because you feel sad doesn't mean you shouldn't be creating. I, it, no, you because know, you it, can create a you, masterpiece yeah. of that sadness. You know, create through your sadness. Yeah. Create through your despair. Um, it, it does help. Read through every emotion getting, that you have, yeah, right? It helps get through it mm-hmm. and and know that you do come out. Yep, you do come out. Okay. Uh, Nancy, thank you, ladies.
0: I'm so happy to talk to you both. I love you. And thank you love for you, this Nancy. wonderful session. <makes> yes. And if you have any final questions, please send to Karen. She's an amazing, amazing being. Uh, you're know, you not going to believe this. I have the question right here.
1: <laughs> right on now. No. Right here.
0: You went again. Age is, I think age is playing a factor lately.
1: <laughs> I think we're tired. Been here all day. We've right? been sculpting and talking. And...
0: You made the decision to take this professionally. Uh, can I assume you were already married? Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, how was the talk at home? Because you used to mm. be a dental hygienist, mm-hmm. right? I mean. I don't know how much money they make or not, but it's steady, mm. I, I could assume. Mm-hmm. So steady, you yeah. came to the husband, hi, honey, I'm a <laughs> sculptor
1: now. <laughs> yeah. How was it? Well, my husband is amazing. He's... he's yeah, he pops in the studio yeah, sometimes. Yeah, he works yeah, just yeah, yeah. up the street. <laughs> um, but he's, a, he's my biggest fan, so that's important mm-hmm. to have somebody on your side. And he's always been a big support of, of my painting. I, it, we lived in England for a time, and, and I taught painting classes there. He, he made sure we bought a house that had a place that I could do that. Mm-hmm. So he's always been a big support. Um, and, you know, when I'd come home from work and just like, oh, I hate working for dentists. I hate <laughs> them. And he would say, you know, would love it if you could just stay at home and mm-hmm. do your art all day. If you could make that work, it'd be amazing. So when I said, you know, I think I can do this. I think I can mm-hmm. be good at this. He was so supportive. And yeah, he, he still needed me to work. Um, but he was, and we had a little boy and it was just like, you know. And ha- a horse. And, oh, yeah. <laughs> that's, that's what I was saying. <laughs> um, but he's always been super supportive. So mm-hmm. I think you need that. Um, in a spouse. Mm -hmm. Because if you don't have the support and you're constantly battling, I've talked to other people that will say, gosh, my husband just is not on board with this. And he's like, when you stop playing with dolls, you know, dolls. And it's like, they're not dolls. I'm actually trying to create art, you know. That's, I feel sorry for that because Mm -hmm. I haven't had to deal with that. Mm -hmm. I've had nothing but, you know, support. And he'll Every once in a while, he'll come in and go, oh, honey, that's not. And he couldn't sculpt his way out of a paper bag, so I just don't take a lot of steak, Or, or he'll say, oh, the butt is way too big on that thing. <laughs> and I'll just go, just go out. You don't know what you're saying. But he's, yeah, the, you need that support from a spouse or whoever you're with. It's good to have support.
0: You're not always yeah. doing, that shouldn't stop you either. It right? shouldn't
1: stop you. you, you shouldn't let it, but it is nice to have. <laughs> yes,
0: <laughs> it takes a lot out. Uh, okay, this I read already. Yeah. Okay, any final advice for people that are starting? You, you for example, Mark Dennis came to you, Dennis, right? Mm-hmm. You should be teaching this. And I know you taught several mm-hmm. in-person classes, but you've been with Cuyo's Mondola now for a year or so. Mm-hmm. You have four courses here. You're teaching to the whole world right now. I know, and, I love and that. I know that's good because I feel happy yeah. with that. Uh, do you think this is a,
1: is this what you're meant to do? It is, yes. it absolutely is. I've, you know, the most amazing thing is to really, for me is, is somebody to make the comment of like, you know, your work has just made me so happy, Mm -hmm. and I feel so touched when I look at the piece that I bought from you, you know, and to me, that's just like, oh, that just doesn't get better (laughs) than that, or to even teach and, and to touch somebody's life in a way that they now have a purpose of, mm-hmm. of doing things, and, and I just, I think I've found it. I think this is what I've always meant to do.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. it's awesome to have a purpose. It
1: is. It is cool. It is. Kathleen
0: say, my husband bought me clay so I would stay away from his welding machine. <laughs> well, that's exactly what I'm trying to learn now. Oh, <laughs> that's funny. Yeah. And Karen, you, uh, Nancy say you're starting to speak with an accent. Well, I have that effect on people, I guess.
1: <laughs> well... I, I lived in England for 10 years. And when I'm around somebody that speaks, Mm -hmm. I pick it up. I'm kind of a mirror that way. And um, if someone was here from England, I'd be be talking like them. I I would. I'd be like, oh, would you like a cup of tea? Oh, isn't that lovely? You know, yeah, I am kind of a mirror that way. So if I am speaking in an accent, I'm kind of all over the place with that.
0: Very enjoyable Gwen is saying and motivating. That's Good. so cool. I, 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 I'm so happy you guys yeah. have enjoyed. So well, any- I
1: do want to say mm-hmm. that the people that are, are watching and, and you know, trying to get through, don't give up. Yeah. That's... I think that's, that's the, it. Don't the... Don't give up. Just keep The most important forward. part, right? It is. Not in, to in, give up when you feel anything. you cannot do it. In anything in your life, don't give up. Mm -hmm. And and put yourself with other
0: people that are like-minded. I mean, you don't have to be isolated as an artist. And today, for example, we have the benefit of social media and the groups, like Jared has Mm -hmm. a group that I think I love that group. I, I mean, it's mm-hmm. unbelievable the amount of talent of some people. Yeah, and at the same time that they humble you because you say, okay, when a scale of, <laughs> of one to ten, they're ten, I'm two and a half.
1: Yeah, but that but they motivate shouldn't, you. Yeah, that sp- shouldn't um, discourage you. I, I had that too when I was first going to my first shows. It's like, ah, yeah. I am <laughs> never gonna get there. But it, there are lots and lots of talented people mm-hmm. out there, and some of them just don't make the grade because they don't, they give up. Mm -hmm. So if you're not gonna give up and you keep going, those other people do. (laughs) So eventually we all kind of move up. It's the people that don't give up that are the ones that that really are successful.
0: It's it's just understanding that
1: Frustration
0: is part of and the and there's process. lots of creative right. Some days the clay cracks. Yeah. Some days you. Days I saw you the burn. other day on the forum actually a guy. I think he had a head and he was amazing. And he went to put in the car and he fell and he fell flat on the face. Oh. Right. So well. <laughs> frustration is part of the it process. Is it's part going of it. to happen no matter how talented you are. Just mm-hmm. go through that. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Linda say can't wait for Baker Palooza. Baker Palooza. <laughs> <laughs> we do it every year.
1: It's Awesome. What is Baker Palooza? Oh Baker Palooza, we, we I have these girls that we all get together. They're my, they're students. Uh-huh. But, but we all get together and we decided last year that we were gonna call it Baker Palooza. Because we've fun. done this is what is it, Linda? Like is this our third year? Ooh. One, two, three, third. So next year'll be our fourth year of doing this. And we usually meet in north carolina uh-huh. we meet, usually we meet at a hotel but this last time we met at the one of the ladies houses uh-huh. she had it right on the beach Ooh. it was like a party awesome. i'm telling awesome. you i've never laughed so much well yeah i have but we laugh a lot <laughs> <laughs> and it's yeah we call it baker palooza oh,
0: awesome. <laughs> that's awesome
1: girls <laughs> they yeah, gotta have fun it's pretty awesome uh-huh.
0: terry <laughs> thanks for sharing your experience and insight on the business side of being an artist nancy uh, you were both such a positive inspiration and Karen you have been there when I needed a f- as a friend. Thank Aww, you, Aww, love that's you so nice. sweet. <laughs> Thank you so much for being Thanks here. Thanks for having me. It's, <laughs> it's been been a long really, day for it, you, it has I know. It's a long day, but lots of fun. <laughs> <laughs> lots of fun. Uh, <laughs> Carrie is still live tomorrow <clears throat> and the day after because she's doing a live stream course on how to sculpt and costume an anthropomorphic. I'm almost getting Anthropomorphic. that word rabbit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the rabbit I get that right. Yeah. Uh, so you can join her at CuriousMondo.com. It's also live, you can interact, so much fun. That's and, a fun. Yeah. And yeah. next week another creativity in focus for you. So don't forget. We always appreciate appreciate shares, comments, hearts. Yeah, I just got to know that. Did you know that? What? hearts on the video are more important than the thumbs up. Oh, yeah? Yeah, and if you put an emotion like, wow, that's that even better. Facebook shows better than others. Oh. Oh, so that's, that's my new secret for you. So <laughs> please take a moment to do, do that. Wow. Take, <laughs> do the wow. Do the wow. So it shows to more people out there. It's safe, right? We are not selling anything. And I'll see you back here next Tuesday. Thank Bye, you so everyone. much.